In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
you. It's your boy, Jax Taylor from Vanderpump Rules. How's it going? You're 26 today. That's a big deal. You're still in your 20s, though, so it's not that big of a deal. But it's a big deal. It's a big deal. You still get to have a lot of fun. And I'm sure James is going to take you out tonight, have some few drinks, maybe go out to dinner, make some bad decisions, because that's what you do in your 20s. First of all, well, before I get started, I'm just letting you know I smoked a fat joint before I did this video. So I apologize. Well, I don't really apologize. I have a kid. I'm stressed out. I'm tired all the time. I want to smoke a joint. I'm in my backyard. I'm chilling. That's what life's about. This is what you guys have to look forward to, by the way. <laughs> anyway, first of all, I want to say thank you so much, Maya, for watching the show these last nine years. It's been an amazing run, a lot of fun, a lot of ups, a lot of downs. I'm sure there was times you wanted to throw things at the TV at me and say, Jax, you're an idiot. Jax, you're a douchebag. Jax, this. Why, Jax, why do you do this? Keep in mind, you are watching a reality TV show. We do what we got to do to keep the show interesting so we get paid. That's our job. It's not sit around and braid each other's hair. It's not crazy. I don't think all of us would still all be friends if we acted the way we actually do on TV. I mean, that would be kind of weird. So keep that in mind when you're watching reruns. Don't take, don't be too mean to me. I'm doing my job and I do it fucking well. Anyway, again, thank you so much for watching. Again, it was a fun nine years, a lot of ups, a lot of downs, but we would not have any of this if it wasn't for you guys, the fans. We are not talented. We are not actors, even though Tom Sandoval thinks he's an actor. Um, we are not, okay? The only reason we exist is because of people like you. Uh, and I really, really appreciate that. And, I, and like I said, um, you guys kept us on the air a long time. And although my wife and I are no longer on the show anymore, we just decided to hang it up. You know, I'm 42 years old now. I have a kid. The idea of being on a show where I'm fake bartending and f having fake conversations with people half my age that I don't give a shit about just doesn't seem fun anymore. Uh, you know, um, but we will be back on TV again soon. My wife and I are just trying to figure out what we're going to do, have a little fun. Uh, we're going to maybe get the old gang back together and figure out a new project because uh, we need to get back on TV again. So we miss you guys and uh, we want to let you know what's going on in our lives. So we'll be back. Um, I just want to say thanks again, though, for watching. Like I said, you guys come in each and every week and watch our show. And it's just it's, it's just amazing. It's amazing. And I really, really appreciate it. Update on the Taco Bell sweatshirt. Wow, that's a long time ago. The fact that you remember that. So we were in Vegas, and they just opened these Taco Bell cantinas, which is like they serve alcohol in them. I know they're out now. They're all they're everywhere now, but this was years ago when I filmed that, right? I want to say it was like four, five years ago. Anyway, I got it in Vegas at the Taco Bell cantina next to Planet Hollywood. It is a Taco Bell faded logo. We have a good relationship with the people at Taco Bell. Now we do. After that episode, we actually got in a really good relationship with them, so they're really good to us. But yeah, it is a faded Taco Bell sweatshirt. I still do have it. My wife steals it all the time because it's one of those super, super soft uh, sweatshirts. So yeah, we, we still have it. It's still hanging up in my closet. And um, yeah, that's the story. But you can get it at like, TacoBell.com or you can get it um, at the Taco Bell Cantina in Vegas or, I mean, if you have one near you. So that's the story about the Taco Bell sweater. Obviously, I was hungover. There was a lot of things going on at the time, and I just wanted to put a shirt on, so I grabbed the closest thing I could find. That was what the Taco Bell sweater was about. Okay. Uh, I first of all also want to say thank you so much that I'm your favorite cast member. Oh, that makes me feel so good. I know I caused so much crap and drama on that show, but like I said... I got to do what I got to do to keep the show entertaining. And that's that's why they paid me the big bucks. So, James, I really appreciate you doing this. Man, this is awesome. Thanks for thinking about me. You guys could have chosen anybody you want. If you guys are ever in L.A., this goes for both of you. Hit me up on Instagram, Mr. Jax Taylor. I would love to meet you guys for a drink. That's the Jax Taylor guarantee.
<laughs> well, at least I owe it for Maya for her birthday. Maya, I'd love to take you out for a drink for your birthday. James, you're, you're welcome to come too. That's cool. Let me, <laughs> let me know. Hit me up on Instagram, guys, when you're in town. If you ever come to LA, um, I wouldn't come anytime soon. This place is a shithole and it's a dump and it's scary. Wait till things kind of get cr- a little bit better around here. Then come and visit us in LA. And like I said, let me know when you're in town. And I'd love to meet you guys for a drink, okay? I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for watching the show again. I really, really appreciate it. Happy, happy 26th, Maya. Have a great day. Go out, have some drinks, make some bad decisions, like I said and have a good time. James, take good care of Maya. I love you guys, and hopefully I get to see you soon. Take care. Hey, well, what's going on? It's your boy, Jax Taylor. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Ryan's not here. It's me, Jax. He hired me by by cameo. So I'm hosting the show. I just smoked a big old fat doobie and railed a bunch of blow. Don't worry. I'm raising a kid. That's my prerogative, huh? Hey, I'll tell you what. If anybody wants to come down to Los Angeles, you can live with me. Hey, you know what? Be nice to me. Hey, old Vanderpump rules. I was doing what I gotta do. Hey, I made the show interesting. You think I wanted to sleep with Faith in front of that 95-year-old woman? Hell no. That's entertainment right there, and I'm a professional. (laughs) But seriously, me and Brittany miss you guys so much. Nine years is a long time, and now I fucking hate Tom Sandoval. What's up? But seriously, if anybody would like me to drive them to Vegas or any place in Los Angeles, I'm driving Uber now. Oh, oh, we got a question here about my Taco Bell sweater. By the way, you guys, what's up? Welcome. So bad it's good. This is Ryan. I just want to make, I want to clarify, that was Jax Taylor who did a cameo and somebody sent it to me and it has made me laugh. Not, oh, I see you're wondering about my Taco Bell sweatshirt. By the way, that Taco Bell sweatshirt he stole that from Katie. Katie literally went on record the next week. It was like, that's my Taco Bell sweatshirt. And I've been looking for it forever. And it was another time where Jags like, by the way, can somebody, can somebody hire Jax and ask about him getting arrested by stealing sunglasses at the sunglass hut? This is my impression of Jax Taylor, uh, doing a cameo with, uh, explaining this. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember when I got arrested. You, Hey, that was for the show. You want a boring show? No, 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 no. I did what I had to do. I am the Robert De Niro of reality shows. I go method with that stuff. No, Nobody wanted nice guy jacks. They wanted bad guy jacks. Anyways, I'm hiding in the backyard while Brittany raises our child. I am so high. Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Hey, are you hot? Hey, would you send me a cameo with your boobies? Hey. <laughs> I know this was a little bit of a detour. Welcome to your Monday episode. I'm so sorry. Remember, use the timestamp if if you want to skip right to that. But I feel like if I had to listen to that, you have to listen to that. We it is bit I gotta tell you, man, I miss that. I miss that kind of bullshit. That kind of bullshit improv acting like he did it all. You know, I noticed something about reality shows that you need a bad guy. And I was like, Jax, how do we make it good for the people? And I was like, you can't be who you really are, because that's a nice Christian young man. But you got to create a character, somebody that's going to hook up with anything and anybody, including John from Miami. (laughs) Great question. Anyways, I let John do things to me for money in Miami. Who hasn't? Am I right? Anyways, 
<laughs> I hear my son crying. I'm going to let Brittany take that one. Anywho. Oh, uh, here's a question. Where did you get your Urban Outfitters uh, apparel sweatshirt? That's a great question. <laughs> well, it was a sunny day in Los Angeles, and I needed something to, um, you know, cover up. Remember when I used to have all those weird lumps in my boobs from taking too much protein powder? Uh <laughs> My boobs were lumpy, and I, I knew I need. <laughs> oh, my God. This is, what am I doing with my life? Folks, it is Monday. We are in full swing of the holiday season. What is it, December 5th already? We should just, let's, you know what? Let's just start the new year this week. I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go? Have we gotten all the holiday shopping out of the way? A supply chain issue is a problem. Uh, if you guys do, I want to tell you, if you want a, a special holiday card made by me and Medita Lopez, uh, just join the Patreon. We're sending out the cards this next week and a half. Even if you're overseas, we will be sending them. This is a very unique, one-of-a-kind design, um, and it's very tasteless. So if that's your thing, it is obviously my thing. Please go over and get yourself one. Also, um, I hope everybody had a great weekend. Uh, thank you so much for all of your support. But real quick, I want to make sure, uh, are the, all the kids out of the room? Okay, if the kids are in the car, pull over, as we do, kick them out of the car, tell them mommy or daddy needs a little time alone with the, the radio or however you're listening. Okay, and get, you know, and, and also, if you're listening with your headphones or whatever, this is going to be loud, so turn it down. Okay, five... And I'm going to do this a couple times throughout the show. Five, four, three, and I'm talking to one specific person here. Two, fuck you, Tristan Thompson. How dare you? You know what? I shouldn't be fooled, but I am fooled once again. You have made Chloe look like a clown, and you have made me, me, look like a clown. You piece of dog shit. What is? What are people not getting? When I say do not sleep with Tristan Thompson, it wasn't a joke. I wasn't making myself laugh. Do not sleep with Tristan Thompson. Do you know how easy it is to have sex? I mean, not for me, but do you know for the most part, if you are willing, anybody will have sex with you. Pretty much. And the fact that, you know, if you're a pretty girl especially, you know Tristan's going to nail you. You know it. But B, come on. Don't do it. What are we not getting? He's not going to be able to help himself. He is a dog. He is a dirty, dirty dog. I just imagine down there, he just needs to have Barbie Ken doll parts. There needs to be nothing down there because he has proven that he does not ha know how to use his penis properly. I mean, he knows how to use it to like get into trouble and have kids that he's not going to like. Imagine that kid growing up without his dad and having to read emails from Tristan Thompson saying, I don't want him. I'm not going to be a part of his life. Are you kidding me? All this dude is doing, he's just pushing tragedy further and further down the line. And for what? And then you want to keep Chloe? For what? What kind of sick, this is, by the way, you guys, I'm not, this is akin to a serial killer. To me, this is serial killing right here. This is a man killing multiple people's dreams and it needs to be stopped. It needs to be, What what is wrong with just being a decent person? He can still get sex as a decent person. You know what I'm saying? What is... What, also, also, okay, and I know this is a tougher one. What's wrong with using a condom? I know. I know it's gross. I know it doesn't feel as good. But come on. If you are known to have super sperm, and I'm not complimenting him. 
I'm not saying it's good, but I'm saying he obviously has sperm that is going to immediately get you pregnant, which is, by the way, that's kind of like God's like, haha, fuck you, Tristan. I'm going to get you in a bunch of trouble because you don't know how to make decisions properly. But what is, what, I mean, what, what is not adding up to him? Like what, how drunk are you getting or how sober? But there is something dark, dark, there's darkness there is dark. My friend used to get drunk and we'd always be like, tell us what you'd see. And he'd be like, darkness. I just see darkness. That is Tristan Thompson. And the fact, Chris, Chris, I'm talking to you right now, Chris, the fact that we all brag about how popular and how, like how hard you work and all that, you know, work harder. The fact that you let this shit happen to your kids and you're one of the richest people in the world. Shameful, shameful. Literally, what is the point of having all this money in the world if your kids are still getting fucked around like this? You have one, Kylie, a billionaire. You have Travis Scott never wanting to claim her as his actual own until he actually gets in real trouble. And now it's like, you know what? We actually, we love each other. We, we, we're tight. You know, we're, yeah, no, it's not just the kids. We love each other. That's ridiculous. You have Kim, like Kanye to Pete Davidson. I mean, I'm sorry, that's not stability. And we're all like, oh yeah, I want to romp in the Pete dick wagon. Who cares though? Really, at the end of the day though, Pete's good for a romp. You want to start a family with Pete? Don't even answer that. I know what you're going to say. Don't test me today. And then what's it, what, uh, Courtney? Courtney literally dry humps Travis Barker up and down the, like literally, Blink-182 doesn't have to go on tour. There's literally been a Courtney Travis dry hump tour of the coastal United States and it's getting ridiculous. It's getting boring. It's getting boring, and I'm sorry. I'm tired of it. How many times do we have to... I mean, it, I've never seen a family pick worse pe- It's almost like that's their thing. We're like, oh, the Kardashians are famous for being famous? No, the Kardashians are famous for being picking literally the worst pickers of men in the whole, the whole world. That is unique to them. And don't be like, oh, Travis and Courtney, oh, they're so cute together. So... Do we have, literally, do we have to see it? When I see that little Mowgli, what's the little kid that looks like Mowgli always is screaming and looks like he could, like he's going to jump out of like a bush and just like tackle me, you know? What's that little kid, the little Mowgli kid who just got his hair cut and it's all like shaved now? That kid scares me. That kid literally has Travis Barker energy. And don't even get me started on Scott Disick. Don't even get me started. And then, of course, we have, yeah, I'm Caitlin. What's up? <laughs> it's me, Caitlin Jenner. <laughs> I used to just play mini putt-putt. <laughs> By the way, I do know that my Caitlin Jenner sounds like Lisa Rinna. What's up, everybody? It's me, Lisa Rinna. I have problems with Caitlin. Sorry, you guys. I am unhinged. My mom has been in town for the last couple of days, and we've put together so much furniture we went to Ikea. We've done so my, I mean, my mom has been working to the bone. I did a full interview with my mom that's up on the Patreon right now. A good 45 minute of questions from my mom. Uh, actually, a very sweet interview. So I am just on, I am on 10. I'm not even drunk. I'm not even, I'm just, I just want to scream at the top of my lungs. I am so tired of moving. The place I'm in is beautiful. We're almost done, but it seems, it seems like there's never... You know, and then the supply chain, there was like two pieces of Ikea furniture that that I couldn't get. So it's like, it's never going to be done. It's never going to be done. I just want to sleep for the next year. Uh, Did you guys watch uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City tonight? Really good. Lisa Barlow, completely insane. Mary, insane. Meredith, kind of insane too. Heather, kind of insane. Whitney, kind of normal. Like, I don't know. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? There is so many insane things and Jen Shaw wasn't even on tonight. 
It is a cornucopia of bonkers. It is wild. I watched that at a certain point and I was like, am I having a fever drain? Am I, am I, am I on this planet? Cause it was so bizarre. It was like housewives on steroids. You know what I'm talking about? Um, we have been blessed with so much great TV this year, and I hope we can carry that energy into next year. And if not, I hope we can actually just start to live our own lives and, and do, do fun things like that. Um, are you, do you guys do the year end list, not just in what you like, but like, do you write out like new year's resolutions and things like that? Should we do that as a group? Should the, the baddies, should we do New Year's resolutions. If you guys have any New Year's resolutions, please send them to so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. I would love to read some. I always, I got to start planning ahead. Like the Christmas tree is up. I got my Christmas decorations out. I'm going to be hanging them. I'll put that on the Instagram this week on the old gram. And I'm really excited for that because, you know, it's, I did it early this time. I put up my Christmas tree three days before Christmas last time. And then I had to go to Arizona. So I didn't even really get to enjoy it, but now it is up and I can just look at the tree and the twinkly lights and have my cup of cocoa and just, uh, just cry. Just be sad. I don't know. I hate sometimes that this podcast is just me talking because I want you guys to talk back so badly. Uh, today, of course, we have Sophie Ross with our pop culture roundup. We talk about Tristan. We talk about Christine Quinn, uh, which was a little dust up uh, from last week's show. Um, we talk about, uh, of course, the Kardashians, of course, Kanye. Um, we talk Lisa Rinna. We talk Salt Lake. We go into so many topics today. Alec Baldwin, it kind of goes all over the map as we always do. But I think this is a great way to start your week. Um, but once again, as always, I want to thank you umpteenth times. You really have made this um, so great for me. Also, I'm really proud of the two uh, guests. Uh, spots I did last week for podcasting. Sexy Unique Podcast with my friend Laura Marie Shainalls, which is just, if you want just old school Vanderpump rules shit talking, I highly recommend the episode I did with her last week. It is just nonstop lulls, just a lot of laughs, uh, a lot of throwbacks. And of course, we had to talk about DJ James Kennedy and Raquel. I don't know how I feel about it. I think I feel good for Raquel. I think I feel good. Like, I don't know how we're going to process this in terms of the show. And I don't know. Like, I'm scared to kind of see it on the show because you can already see, like, if Raquel dates, DJ James Kennedy's going to freak out. Everybody's like, DJ James Kennedy's going to date Lala. And I'm like, do you really? I mean, I, I, maybe you want that, but I just don't think there's any fucking way that's ever going to happen in a billion years. I just don't, I just don't see that at all. And if you're like, oh, maybe for the show, I'm just like, can they even act that out? That would just be bizarre. I don't know, but it's kind of weirdly exciting because of course we filmed the reunion this past Friday for Vanderpump Rules and it seems like a lot of stuff happened. I talked to Charlie uh, and Charlie said, you know, she sat there a lot. She said it's good. Uh, I know COVID affected the reunion a, a couple uh, spots, so it'll be interesting to see how that all gets brought up. But um, yeah, let's just get into this. Let's get on with the week. We got a bunch of great interviews the rest of the week. I believe I'm going to be start ca- recapping Real Housewives of Orange County on top of Real Housewives Girls Trip. I, there's just, there's so much happening, you guys. Obviously, I'm on one, so let's get going. Here is Sophie Ross with the Pop Culture Roundup. Happy holidays, folks. Welcome to an all-new So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey. This is your Monday Pop Culture Roundup. We are still recording 
through the holidays. I want to uh, wish everybody a happy last night of Hanukkah on Sunday. Uh, Sophie Ross, uh, who is our guest host, as always on Monday, it is her last night of Hanukkah. And you might be hearing a difference with Sophie because her betrothed or her boyfriend got her a microphone for Hanukkah, which is just the best gift you can get for the podcaster in your life. But we have so much there literally is really honest to God so much to talk about. So we got to throw ourselves right into it. Sophie, how are you this Sunday? Testing one, two, one, two three. three. What the fuck is up? What up? Let's Daddy soak, here. baby. Let's, Let's soak. Tonight. Soak the night away. Yeah, no, but how do I sound? Do I sound crisp? You sound great. I mean, what I'll what I'll really know when I go to uh, put it in the garage band and then audio process it, that's when it's really, you're going to tell the difference, I think. Um, let's get right into it. And I know everybody, this is probably going to take the majority of the time. Senator Bob Dole passed away today at 98 years old. So Sophie, what is your favorite thing about Mr. Bob Dole before? We, I mean, I think this is going to take the most out of the whole time. No, fuck that. Uh, I'm sad he's passed, but let's get right into it. We got some, I guess, personal business and pop. It's all one now. But last week we podcasted, you guys. And then Sophie did that really funny thing where you podcast and you say really strong opinions. And then you're like, anyways, got to get on a flight. And then Sophie went on a flight. And in that flight, are we allowed to talk about this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I So here's the deal. There's a show, which I talked about on Friday, Selling Sunset, season four got released. And it was all I thought about for three days. And now I do not think about it. That's how weird the show is, is that you think about it nonstop. And I have not thought about it now for a couple of days because it's like toilet paper. It's like all I can think about. And then it just disappears. And I haven't thought about it. But but Sophie said some really strong opinions about Miss Christine. Um, I'm blanking on her last name. Christine She's, Quinn. Christine Quinn. She's the villain of, I mean, villain, who, however you want to say it. But she had some very strong opinions about what it was, and she had tweeted about it as well. And then Sophie got on a plane, and Christine found those opinions and literally was going back and forth with Sophie. Sophie, when you do these things and you find out she's starting to react, are you scared to get on a plane? And why can't you spring for Wi-Fi on the plane? I wasn't scared, first of all. And I did. There was free Wi-Fi, actually, and obviously plane Wi-Fi. Oh, so you saw it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it happened right before I got on my flight. I wasn't scared. I was just like annoyed. Like I was like, this is so annoying. Like that was just like my first thought. I like turned my commenting off because I immediately. She tagged all the, she tagged all your companies. So, So what? Yeah. What it was, was kind of like her doxing me for kind of like having this opinion about the show and about her that a lot of other people were holding, by the way. I'm not sure exactly why she got so upset by the way. I think it's because you had the biggest audience probably. I that guess, said yeah, it. because I guess my tweet got traction. I have an audience, maybe because I have a blue check mark. I don't know. But um, either way, I really, and I still kind of stand by my tweets because I still have a this, lot of questions that have not this been is what's, See, this is what's so confusing. And I said on this show, and I cut out the discussion we had about it because I didn't want to add more fuel to that fire, even though it wasn't like you were like, fuck this, fuck that. Like, but I will say it's like, like, I have questions. Well, I'm saying I'm a guy. So it's very, I shouldn't be uh, commenting on women's bodies to begin with, but the whole theory was, and here, like whether it be the way uh, Selling Sunset uh, films, because if you start picking apart Selling Sunset, you're going to find a lot of holes. And the thing is, 
there's a lot of theories. Was Kiss Christine pregnant? And it was the exact timeline. Was it a different timeline? She was pregnant, but Selling Sunset had her reenact things. Or was it a surrogate and they handed her over the baby and she was very fully made up? I've had people message me, how dare you? I've had people message me, oh, you can see the Photoshop in that one face and they put her face on. I've had so many weird messages. I can't even imagine what it's like on your end. But during this week, did it give you pause at all of like, oh, I shouldn't comment in terms of like when it comes to babies and stuff like that? I think that for me, I just want like someone to be straight up. And I think that there are a lot of things that do not add up, whether it's the emergency C-section, the pregnancy itself, which a lot of people, I do not know where I stand on that. I'm just, I'm just going to leave it be and let people think what they want to think. But I have seen a lot of, a lot more evidence that leads me to believe that, you know, a lot of the things aren't true. And she even posted another caption this past weekend or whatever it was a couple days ago, maybe it was late last week where she said, that they had to stitch her up so fast that they didn't know if they left tools inside of her and that they had to (laughs) x-ray her after to see if they left tools inside of her. And everyone is like, that doesn't happen. You can sue a hospital for medical malpractice if they ever stitch you up and leave tools. Like what? (laughs) I I left a miter saw on Christine Quinn. No, no, I mean, it is, you know, the thing is, and I'm not an expert by any sort, but even I was watching the show and I even knew, and this is what the most comments I got from women writing in saying she had that one scene where she talked about like, I'm not wearing underpants today and I'm three weeks out of having a baby. And if you do get an emergency C-section, I had so many women that had gotten not emergency, but C-section and says, yo, you aren't not wearing underwear during that time. In fact, you're doubling up a lot of the times. Like it's just the, the human body is this beautiful, amazing thing. And there's no shame in like, there's something so beautiful, but you're not, not wearing some kind of protective garments yeah. underneath. And, and yeah, and for me, it was never about like the weight thing. And I am someone that, you know, genetics, like I am naturally like on the slender side. So I understand people who have that body type where they really just do not gain weight. Some people, Oh, she's a freak of weight. nature. I, I really genuinely well, think she's people, a freak of nature. Well, yeah. I mean, like, again, it's like some people, and I know that some people just do not gain weight no matter what they do. And I, that's why it's like, I'm never like one to like, oh, that doesn't make sense. Lala's body. It's like every, to me, it's like some people are just like that. Like it really yeah. is genetic sometimes. So it's, it wasn't about that. It was about her story not making sense and her being able to prance around in stilettos and a crop top, no C-section scars to this day, have seen no C-section scars and she was posting in bikinis. So I think it's normal. And I think also like we saw her literally lie about being engaged. And for me, it's like all the people being like, how dare you question? It's like when someone shows you who they are, believe them. And Christine has shown herself to be someone who is kind of a pathological liar. So I don't think it's out of this world to kind of question the tall tales that aren't adding up because we've seen her lie so many times. I've thought so much about this this week in, in terms of two things, in terms of we really are at a place in pop culture where we cannot believe, like I was reading today just about how many people are like, oh, publicity stunt. Oh, publicity stunt. Oh, like whether it be James uh, Kennedy and uh, DJ James Kennedy and Raquel, I heard publicity stunt, 
Okay, uh, Kylie and Travis, publicity stunt. Oh, Scott Disick in Miami, publicity stunt. We are now at a point where we do not believe anybody because we've been lied to so much as a culture that has bought all of these things from people. So the thing is, what's what I find interesting is that we're probably not being lied to the amount that we think we are, but we're at a place where we don't believe anybody anymore in these shows. And I feel like that's a, such a weird place compared to like 10 years ago. Yeah, and I may have said this last week, but like Selling Sunset, especially for me, I really didn't like how it was supposed to be like a a reality show, but they were showing up to work in full glam with their full hair done and their full like makeup done, like in cocktail dresses. Like to me, it's like it didn't feel like reality of the season. And that's why I'm like, I don't know. Like I... It all feels very fake and staged. Yeah. And yeah who knows? Well, but- that's the thing. Like, if I if I ever run for president, which will probably happen, I will institute a law where if you're going to say you're a reality show, you got to be truthful. If not, you will serve jail time. Like, you will. Like, if you lie to me three times in my administration, you'll go. Christine will go straight to jail if I find out. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that. that that No, it bothers me too. When people lie. And that's why it's like, Christine was never held accountable for fully lying about being engaged. But you know how, how weird is it? it. But how weird is it that even I, like I see Christine coming at you on, and even I'm like, Oh shit. Oh my God. Oh my God. I should feel bad. And then in my head, I'm like, Oh wait, but she, kind of lies these all these seasons everybody says she's a lot like yeah, that's what's I weird is that you get all of these information and then you're trying to like oh nobody would ever lie about a kid right nobody would ever do that but then you're like well she lies about engagement she lies right. about all of these other and all of the castmates just like i talked to amanda who's actually her friend this season but when i talk, talked to her on the podcast she was like there's one person we all don't like now and it was like christine and you're just like you know what I'm saying? Like so many people can't be wrong. Right. And can I also say that the thing that really pisses me off, like I hate when people are like, oh, when everyone doesn't like you, it's just jealousy. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, no one's jealous. When I was in, yeah, when I was in elementary school, it just meant I was a nerd. Yeah. It wasn't like, yeah, was- it's like, no, people can actually just really dislike someone who's a narcissistic pathological liar. Um. So yeah. And well, the other thing, say about christine but i can't remember well uh, let me know when you come out with it but the other thing that does disturb me away from even that pregnancy storyline is that how much i was into it last weekend and now it's pretty much completely gone from my memory except talking to you it really is like toilet paper where it goes in my brain and now it's completely gone like isn't that weird well what i was yeah but also what i was gonna say was that like for all of like the negative DMs I got that were like, how dare you, blah, blah, blah. I got so many DMs from people being like, thank you for saying that because literally none of it makes sense. Like so many people are thinking the same thing. Um, and yeah, I mean, she did post a delivery room photo. I did. And that's, me, that's the like, one people were like, if you see, if you look closely, you can tell that's Photoshopped. And I'm like, I'm, I can't I was tell like, that. I don't know. I was like, I really don't know what to think at this point but I know I still have questions that haven't been answered especially about getting tools potentially sewed up inside of her um so yeah very confusing stuff and I also am just not interested in watching Christine anymore next season like I really think she was just not fun to watch she wasn't a fun villain for me because she was on the Jax Taylor level where it's like someone who doesn't feel human emotions and like can never admit when they're wrong are like too frustrating to watch 
Well, now, I mean, the, the, the curiosity I have just knowing you is that you do have a, like a generally new person that you've led into your life. This is his first taste of what it's like to be with Sophie Ross. What was his, how do you explain this to somebody that's newly in like with you? How do you explain like, Hey babe, by the way, there's a reality show on Netflix. Turns out I had a strong opinion and now people might be threatening to kill me. Like what, how do you explain that? Yeah. So he was like there the entire, like not physically there because it's when I was like, you know, traveling. He's always there um, in your heart, right? Yeah. But like, <laughs> he was, yeah, no, he was texting me the whole time and he actually was such a freaking protective little sweetie. He's such <laughs> a little sweetie angel face, <laughs> for him, which is Yiddish, but he's so cute. Just want to squeeze his cheeks. He basically was like, I'm infuriated. He was like so mad. He reported Christine to Instagram. I was like, it's not going to do anything. Um, he was like, what can I do while you're on the plane? And I was like, don't worry about it. I was like, I'm going to handle things like, don't worry about it. But he was, yeah, very. And is it true? Scared. His last name is Instagram and he's part of the Instagram family. Like, is yeah, that, he's, he's like, let me great. talk to my uncle about this. He's part of big Instagram, but yeah, and he, was, <laughs> he was waiting in my lobby when I got home with my Hanukkah present. Oh, yeah. was that the microphone? Mm-hmm. It was a me cute. He's like, here you go. Start more trouble with this. Yeah, exactly. No, he's he fully understands that, you know. Like, um, this is part of the this is part of show business, baby. This is showbiz, baby. This is when you soak, baby. No, so um, I was reading Dumas before I got on with you, and it, it had so many New York like spots that like it. I always feel so romantic about this time of year in New York, especially. And I asked you this a couple of weeks ago: Is it like, oh, is it really cool to be in New York right now? But like, like, do you go to like like Uncle uh, or or cousin Greg from Successions always bartending at Ray's? Do you, are you do you go to Ray's a lot? No, and I still haven't watched Succession. Oh, my God. But I guess Justin Theroux's bar, and he's always Justin Theroux's there, and he'll hit on you if you come in. Like, but is there a lot? But, like, just walking around the city right now, is it pretty special? I mean, I love New York, but, yeah, especially in the fall slash winter slash holiday season, I love uh, New York this time of year when it's just crisp outside. I know. Just I read those things. Do, do Do you like LCD sound system at all? Um, sure. Well, they're doing 12 dates at Brooklyn Steel right now. And it's like all these people on, on Twitter. I If anybody works for Brooklyn Steel or anyone wants me to fly out to New York and see LCD Sound System with them, I'm really down to go. I really right. I love Come LCD Sound York. System. So much. I know it'd just be a one, it would be a one night thing, but I think it's just like, I feel Brian, like I need to go. Um, I feel like I need to go. I really yeah, do. Like, let's go. And my mom's been in town all weekend, Becky Bailey, and she was helping me put together Ikea furniture because I just got out of college. But um, it is weird. Um, okay, wait, moving on. So we woke up today. We had huge news. I had heard this on Friday evening, and I thought it was a complete rumor. I thought it was bullshit. But the rumors are true. DJ James Kennedy and Raquel Levis have split up after five happy years. They both released a joint statement on Instagram. What are your initial thoughts? I was shocked. And I actually was FaceTiming Bay when I saw the news. And I... <laughs> Hey, maybe we should chill on like talking about your feelings about reality. Let's not scare him completely away. Let's wait. Well, listen, because he can attest to the fact that I was so shocked that I like screamed. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) And it was also, I went to bed at like midnight last night, like didn't go out, just went to bed at like midnight, 
woke up really early, watched Yellow Jackets because the new episodes drop on Sunday mornings, and then fell back asleep until like noon. So I is think that, is that when hour. Joe Burrow plays? Um, yeah, I like woke up right okay. when I slept for like 12 hours, basically. Jeez. And I, I think I was like late to the news because I saw it like an hour late. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And I was just screaming and he thought like someone died. Like he was just like, what are you? T- Somebody did God? die. Our innocence died. Like that is, <laughs> I mean, I, but I will say I went to see D.D. James Kennedy spin a couple weeks ago and Raquel was there. She, she was like dancing next to his booth. Like every, I talked to Raquel that night. I talked to. But I will like I don't know, man. Everybody what about the reunion rumors that she gave back her ring. At See, the that's what I that's what I heard. So we okay. This is what we do know, and allegedly this is what I heard. So there was quote unquote a super spreader event that it was a holiday party last week. We saw a lot of pictures from that with Stassi and Katie and Brittany Jax's ex. A lot of people we saw Sandoval and Ariana holding babies, but supposedly. There's a, a bun- there's a handful of people that got COVID at that event. Now, either now Schwartz was not at that event, but Katie was. Katie and Schwartz were on Zoom for the reunion, and so was Lala. Lala was not at that event, so I don't know what that, but they all showed up, whether it be Zoom reunion or in person. Now you would think, oh shit, this is just like a shitty season and it's a shittier reunion, but then word comes out that. We got Randall Emmett doing what he does best, just creeping everybody the hell out. And if you didn't listen, listen to girl gangs that was on this past week who literally annihilated Randall with all of the DMs that she published that people sent to her. And he's just a creep. Like the guy allegedly is a creep and a half. But we also get the fact that DJ James Kennedy and Raquel break up. Immediately, people were like, oh, Lala and DJ James Kennedy, you have a new season of Vanderpump. Maybe, but I think Lala likes rich guys. Like, right? Well, now, I mean, James has like a good amount of money now. Does he? I mean, he's got a decent, I mean, not like Randall fake I mean, money. But Randall, first of all, doesn't have money anymore. Lala has her own money. James is doing well for himself as a DJ and on a successful reality show. I couldn't um, see them. I, I really, I couldn't see Lala and DJ James Kennedy together. I, don't think, I think that ship has sailed. I think that there was, you know, a time when that could have happened, but I think that ship has sailed. So I wouldn't say that's what's going on, but like, I can see why people think that. But this is why we're so battered is that a lot of us are saying like, that's why everything's so fake. We're like, oh, if they want to play ball and have a new season, like, just give me, give me the reality of every situation. But I will say like in my head, and I hate to say this, was that this storyline, I know a lot of you guys didn't watch Vanderpump Rules this season, but Raquel supposedly James bumped into her nose and like got an, had to get a nose job and br- like busted up her nose job. But like part of me, and I hate to say, like I really hate to say this because I don't want this, but like if you add up the pieces, I'm like, is, is DJ James Kennedy like abusive, abusive? Like I, I always want to love him so much. Like I have such a soft spot in my heart for DJ James Kennedy, but you hear some of the shit he says about Raquel and like having to live like with her, like a bu- ugly bump on her nose and all this. Like, yeah, he's with- like, I'm the one that has to look at it. Yeah. Come on, mate. Oh, top man. Come no, on. No, top man. No, I mean, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like he seems like at least emotionally abusive and the, the story about him kissing her too hard was fishy uh, also and his reaction was fishy like 
I I don't know what to think. But yeah, I I mean, I've always thought that James is kind of like a he's lovable, but he's also in his own way, like a mini Jax. It, that's what a lot of people say. Like he's Jax in a different way, which yeah. is fine. And maybe if they had planned better, they would have been able to capture a little bit of that. But I'm like, what purpose does it serve us? Like it'll make a good reunion, but you would want to see the dissolution of a relationship. And I hate to say this because it sounds like, you know, sad on my part is that you want to see that on the reality show and not like hearing about it after the fact on a reunion, like we've decided to break up. Like I don't need to see Brock and Sheena talk more about their relationship. I've accepted that they're together. I don't like, what What are you going to ask him? Like, how do you make YouTube videos, Brock? Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like I hit up, I heat, I heat upload, I heat upload, you know, oh God, Brock. That's, but it kind of creeped, like it kind of scares me because I thought they were a given. I thought Raquel like part of me is proud of Raquel if it was abusive because to get away from an abusive thing is so flipping hard, you know? No, I'm definitely shocked. Like I didn't see it coming at all. Like I, I really thought they were going to end up getting married and being like, you know, this, this Bravo power couple that they've been in a way. Um, Yeah. It's like shocking. I mean, yeah. Good for Raquel though. Like after watching this season, um, James hasn't changed. Like, yes, he stopped drinking, but, um, you know, he was a major asshole to her this season. Okay. So my uh, friend Marissa just, out. my friend Marissa just sent me this and this breaks my heart. Raquel is posting on her Instagram stories of her dad packing a U-Haul truck from their apartment and moving it into a storage facility. And it says, as my dad says, my new home. How sad is that? Uh, the holidays, man. Yeah, it's very sad. I want to see what happened at the reunion to make it like so dramatic that she like gave her ring back. Like I'm shocked. It's a hundred thousand dollar ring that turned out to be what twenty thousand, which is still an amazing amount of money. Yeah. But yeah, um, okay, so that so Vanderpump rules that seems like it's gonna be its whole thing. Also, we have Tom Sandoval going on a podcast this week and saying that him and Katie had agreed to the storyline before they were filming about Katie wanting to be involved in their bar. But then Katie then since that podcast aired said, no, I didn't dude. Like it says, I just, they can't seem to, I don't, I just hope, you know, there's part of it. It's like, is Sandoval and Katie going to hook up at some point? There seems to be so much sexual tension. There's no sexual tension between shorts and Katie at all. Like, like negative sexual tension. I mean, I hate that Sandoval did that because it's supposed to, it's not supposed to be like that. It's supposed to be reality, reality. Yes. He's just saying that now because he doesn't like how he comes across. But like, honestly, I'm always kind of team Sandoval because I have a soft spot for him. But it's tough to be a Sandoval fan this season because he is genuinely too up in people's business sometimes i hate to say that he is is. and yeah the way he talks to katie is not okay and the way that schwartz treats katie is not okay and just yeah poor katie honestly i think we just all suck as a human race sometimes i mean like i mean i girls suck too but like it feels like guys are like the major and no offense to your boo but like i just feel like we suck like 30% 30% more than girls suck. Like we suck that much harder, you know? No, that's definitely true for sure. <laughs> that's a scientific fact. Okay. I'm going to play this game with me. I'm going to say a couple words about the next story and see if you can guess who it's about. Okay. okay. Now if there's kids, you know, please shut their ears or shove them out of the room, kick them out of the house, whatever. Okay. Fuck you, you motherfucking piece of shit. I can't believe every six months I have to fucking yell at you, you piece of shit. I can't believe we're still doing this. Who is that about? 
Wait, what? Fucking Tristan Thompson and Khloe Kardashian. Oh, Tristan Thompson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What like, I know it's, we're not surprised. So, yeah, it's just so unsurprising that I'm like, who has that much like emotion for Tristan Thompson? It's just so unsurprising at this point. Because every time I let my guard down, he fucking comes back in and does something like that we should all expect. So, you guys, if you don't know, if you've been hiding under a rock or something, Tristan Thompson at his birthday, his 30th birthday, supposedly, allegedly, whatever, got this, his trainer pregnant. He only had sex with her three times, I guess, at this party. And he has such flipping super sperm. It's always the idiots that can get anybody pregnant. Gets her pregnant. She like writes him. There's like emails that have been released where he literally says, well, you know my feelings on that. I'm not going to be involved. So if you want to get rid of the baby, I'll give you $75,000, which is a pretty good deal. You know I'm going to be retiring after this year. And in Texas, you're just going to get a couple hundred dollars a month in child support. So you can either take the 75 I'm offering you, which is a better deal, or you can get a couple hundred dollars a month from an unemployed person. Good luck with that. And like, so not only is he a fucking dirtbag to Chloe, who's, by the way, just on a Barnum and Bailey's clown circus of her own, but it turns out he's also like just a scum of the earth to other people that has like literally carrying his seed. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. And the fact that he just like wanted to give this girl the bare minimum and also being like, we only hooked up one time. That's all it takes. Yeah. I love the bare minimum. He wasn't giving him the bare minimum when he was having sex with her. By the way, I bet he was. I bet he was. I bet it was just like a couple thrusts, like you get on top. I bet it wasn't even special. But the thing is, like the fact that he's like trying to then threaten and play mind games with her, that's flipping gross. Yeah, he is a disgusting piece of shit. And yeah, it's really embarrassing for Chloe. It's like, how many times are you going to let this guy embarrass you? Like, stop getting embarrassed by him. It's really, really bad for like, hate to say it, but like her brand. It makes well, her look bad. But isn't her brand just being embarrassed at this point? Like, Honestly, oh, yeah. it, like there should be a show that we pitch. It's like, find new ways to embarrass Chloe. You know, like we just like throw food on her and like baloney and stuff. And you just like find new ways to laugh at Chloe because she seems like she doesn't have. And this is sad. Like we've obviously gotten Chloe to a point. She doesn't have self-respect. And I'm not, I'm not going to take that crap. Like, oh, we make fun of her appearance. I'm sorry. You know what? No, no, no her home team is doing way better than any of us possibly could. And when you maneuver your face the way she does, like that deserves to be pointed out. Somebody told me to kill myself again this week because I was making fun of the Kardashians. And I'm sorry, they set up unrealistic beauty standards for every woman out there. Imagine any of your kids finally going on Instagram and saying, I can't make my face like that lady from Nurtech. Yeah. And like, I totally feel for the fact that she's been ridiculed as being like, you know, the fat sister, like whatever it is. Like she has been ridiculed a lot and compared to her sisters. Um, So I feel for her in that regard, but all she's doing is upholding the same unrealistic beauty standards and the plastic surgery and the Photoshopping. She doesn't have to do that. If she was just herself, no one would make fun of her. But it's the fact that she's tried to make herself, you know, this perfect clone of her sisters that makes her like, you know, 
Like, what are you doing, Chloe? She used to be like the really relatable one. Yeah. And and the hysterical one. She was the one with yeah. the sense of humor. I was called pubic head for like six years of like junior high and call like high school. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we all have been made fun of for like actual like shit in our lives. And I'm not a millionaire. Like, I can't go cry on money like Chloe can. But at the same time, to have somebody in like the call is coming from within the house with Tristan, like yeah. you can't trust that that dude cannot even help himself. There's a Randall, like, I got to say all, like, here's the deal. Girls are attractive. Yeah, it's, like, probably cool to have sex with girls. Like, yes, it's fun, all of that stuff. But you have to decide what you want in life and who you want to be with and then commit to that person. I feel like we're made like there, this seems like something easy that I was taught as a child and it's just completely lost in celebrity I mean, yeah, let's not like generalize that. Like, you know, a lot of the celebrities do what Tristan does because I think that he's particularly slimy and careless. And I think, you know, if anything, he probably is having women throw themselves at him, which is sure, like, again, it's sure. like, that's fun. Sure. Maybe um, wrap it up and like break it off with your baby. Yeah, that's the other thing. No condoms. Yeah, it's like those are, it's not that hard. So if you're going to like, you know, be this, whatever it is, Lothario, is that, is that the right word? Lothario? Yeah, 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 Lothario. Yeah, if you're going to go be a Lothario on the road as an NBA player, which I don't blame you. Philanderer is another good word, yeah. Yeah, I do not blame him. Like, it's just break it off with Chloe so you're not embarrassing her anymore. And wear a condom. Yeah, these are real simple things. Either or. I mean, ideally you would do, you know, the breakup first, but either way, it's just embarrassing for her. It's embarrassing for him and it's embarrassing for True. And yeah, it's just unfortunate all around. But at this point, if you're Tristan, don't you really like, yo, it turns out I have some kind of weird super sperm. I shouldn't be doing this as a rich man that's actually has children and I'm trying to get something back. I got to be extra careful. Like that, that shows like that mind frame. That means he thinks he's a God of some sort and he will do whatever he pleases. And then he knows on the back end, he can make somebody feel like shit and potentially get them to get an abortion. Yeah. And I don't know why Chloe like puts up with it. Like, I just don't understand. But we always think about, we all, we always speak so she does have clearly very low self-esteem. So we we speak so highly about Chris Jenner in the terms of like she worked so hard, blah, blah, blah. Work harder, Chris. You're slipping. Like, where is the punishment for oh, any of these men? Where Chris is the punishment? Jenner, Chris Jenner's a terrible mother, though. Like, I mean, she's uh, a terrible mother. Look how many okay. So this is another story, you guys. So Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott, their W Magazine, I believe it was W Magazine. It was supposed to go on sale. They had already printed all the hard copies and they pulled it because of the Astroworld tragedy, which I totally agree with, but it got released. And the photos and the- The leak, sorry. And the verbiage, you guys, was saying they are the modern couple. They have not been a couple in two years, even though she is pregnant with Travis's second. So it was all this verbiage of they have not been a couple. They are the new modern family. And um, and then 
Now, somebody in Kylie's camp said that is not true. They are together, which, by the way, wouldn't it be funny if now Kylie finally or if Travis actually acts like he claims Kylie now? But this is so dangerous. This verbiage is that they're literally saying this is the modern couple of guys just do whatever they want with women. Yeah. It was like, okay, so you're basically in an open relationship with a guy who can't really commit to you. Like, what? What is what is so cool about that? Like he's just doing whatever he wants while you're pregnant with his child. Like that doesn't sound very fair to me. And then the thing that actually gets him potentially to consider being in a relationship with her is that, oh, uh, 10 people and many more hundreds got injured at a concert. Maybe I should be with Kylie. Like that's what did it. That's when gross. He, he realizes that his career is over and that he needs to latch onto the Kardashians from now on to stay it, relevant. I mean, kind of, there is that like thing of like, that's what did it. That's really Maybe. gross. Maybe honestly. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Saint. It's his sixth birthday today. That's Kanye Aww. and Kim's child. And it really is the so cute. There's like so many cute, but they did one of those things where it was at Courtney put this on her Instagram stories of like a, an inflatable you know, an inflatable head. These Kardashians and Travis Scott's of the world that think it's like cute to make somebody, some child an inflatable head. Like that shit stays with me. Like it's in my nightmares and stuff like that. Like I don't want any more. There should be a law where kids cannot have inflatable heads made of them. Like it's so scary to me. Very traumatizing. Very. <laughs> Did you watch Real Housewives of Orange County this week? Yes, it was amazing. I it really, loving it. I, I got to tell you, I think so. Heather DeBro, you guys, it was the return. I think it was season 16 of Real Housewives of Orange County. Heather DeBro is back. And it really, there is an elegance now. Her house, I know we joke about it all the time, but it is insane. And to watch Gina uh, freak out about it and Shannon get jealous about it, amazing. It was yeah, so fun was, to watch. It was amazing television. I missed Heather DuBrow so much. I love her. She's I didn't think amazing. I was going to. And then I watched it and I was like, this feels good again. Like this. I really it like feels this. Right. It does. And then Noella, who's a new character. She was friends with Bronwyn last season. And they alluded to they're not friends anymore because, you know, Bronwyn is who Bronwyn is. But Noella, you guys, if you live in Los Angeles, you see a billboard says Sweet James everywhere in Los Angeles and California. And that's her husband, this like or her ex-husband, this attorney He's like an ambulance chaser. But his name is Sweet James. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? 
With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. We will be back in just a second with the remainder of the show, but we, as we always do, have to get through some commercials right now. And I'm very proud of every uh, product or any company that sponsors this show. And we got three great ones today. So our first one is StoryWorth. Now, StoryWorth, this is a really, really cool product that I, uh, even before they sponsored the show, I got this for my mom a year and a half ago. And we still talk about this. She was actually bragging about it today. So this holiday season, um, you want to give gifts to loved ones that make them feel special and unique, just like the relationship that me and you guys share. So that's why uh, I gave everyone that I care about StoryWorth in my family. So StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It's a thoughtful and meaningful gift that connects you to those who matter the most. So every week, StoryWorth emails your relative or friend a thought-provoking question of your choice from their vast pool of possible options. Uh, Each unique prompt asks questions you've never thought to ask, like, you know, what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? Uh, For my mom, I wanted to ask all questions about her growing up. My thought with my mom was, I want to know the story of Becky Bailey's youth, Um, and I wanted to share that with my niece and nephew and my sister. And so each week he would email her these questions and she got to think about it and then write something down, put a picture with it. Uh, it's, it's kind of really amazing. So after one year, StoryWorth will compile all your loved one stories, including photos into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. And I really, really do mean that. We got one book that is all colored photos. She bought a couple books that are just black and white. I just got a black and white one, but I still think it's really cool. And it's beautiful. It's like this hardcover bound. It has my mom's picture from when she was a kid on the cover. Uh, And it's, I can't, I can't, it just really is one of the coolest gifts that I've ever given my mom. And she loved it so much. Um, reading the weekly stories help connect you with loved ones, no matter how near or far apart you are. Um, with StoryWorth, I am giving those I love most a thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and story stories for years to come. So go to storyworth.com slash so bad and save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash so bad to save $10 on your first purchase. And I'm telling you, Becky Bailey loved this the most. So this is my mom approved. This made me look like such a badass at Christmas. I swear to I it was I really felt like I did something right for once in my life. Uh our next uh sponsor is a new one. It's Ritual. So you guys know as always I have been uh trying to fight to stay healthy this whole year. I started off the year having covid stuck. That really stunk. I also uh got strep throat at a certain point and finally um I'm like you have got to you got to get healthy. 2022 has got to be about my health and I think this next company can really help. So gaps in the diet shouldn't be ignored. Over 97% of women aged 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet and 95% are not getting their recommended daily intake of key omega-3s. 
So Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diets of women ages 18 plus. It is formulated with nutrients to help support brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. But Ritual didn't stop there. They invested in a gold standard university-led clinical trial to prove the impact of Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results? Essential for Women 18 Plus was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in 12 weeks. Now, of course, I'm not a woman, but they do have men's vitamins and I have been taking those. And you guys, I am jacked right now. I have so much energy. I actually feel really good. And I like things like this and companies like this that you can trust because it takes so much to get out there and now work out every day and to eat right. And I feel like you need things like this where you can actually take a pill from a company you trust and it's going to help you and provide you with nutrients and things to keep you going, to keep energized, to keep feeling young, looking young, all of this stuff. Um, Right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. So visit Ritual.com, that's R-I-T-U-A-L.com forward slash so bad and turn healthy habits into a ritual. Oh, I see what they did there. (laughs) That's 10% off at Ritual.com forward slash so bad. Um, that's a new one. I'm very excited. I am taking the men's vitamin. So if you guys do this, please, please, please let me know how you feel taking this. So uh, our final one is, uh, they were last week as well, is Wondery. We, of course, know the podcast company Wondery. Amazing. Um, their new show, I think you guys will find particular interest because of what it is about, which is kind of about reality shows. So in the early 2000s, millions of households across the world tuned in to watch contestants battle for the last rows or to be the final survivor on the island. Reality TV was beginning to dominate the airwaves, and every show needed to be bigger, flashier, and more scandalous than the last. But in the case of one infamous dating show, the real drama was happening off-screen, and it would shape the future of reality TV. The reality TV series There's Something About Miriam seemed like a pretty standard dating competition. Six young men vied for the affection of Miriam Rivera, a beautiful model from Mexico. But when Miriam revealed that she was a trans woman during the show's finale, the on-screen drama sparked an international uproar about gender, sexuality, and whether reality television had finally gone too far. Wondery's new podcast miniseries, Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam Rivera, reveals what happened behind the scenes of this infamous TV show and how a multi-million dollar lawsuit and media fallout impacted impacted the lives of Miriam and the contestants and changed the rules of reality television forever. Uh, You guys, we always talk about this in this show. We appreciate where we are with reality TV today, but we need to go back and there's a rich history of how these shows came to be and all of these untold stories of behind the scenes. I think these shows are so amazing, but know what's even better are the stories behind the scenes with the actual crew, with the production, all of these things. We see it all the time or want to see it all the time with Bravo, but this is those stories or this is the story for this occasion. So follow Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam Rivera on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery. Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. 
Uh, you guys, those were the commercials for this week. And now back for the remaining portion of the show. And you see these billboards everywhere. That's Noella's husband. And it turns out he is majorly in debt. So she is now getting a divorce from Sweet James. But I want to point out this like, these women, no offense to the women, but they don't stick around when these guys are in trouble. Do you notice that? Like Erica, oh, Erica yeah. Jane didn't stick around for Tom in his Alzheimer years, you know? Uh, well, if we- Or whatever, if whatever, we're, whatever's happening. Lala's not sticking around for Randall's debt. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like dead yeah. weight. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, because they're not in it for love. They're in it for the money. So when the money runs out, there's no love to keep them around. And not that these guys are innocent because they probably know what they're buying too, but oh, it is funny, mutually, you know? It's a mutually beneficial agreement. It's the same thing with like probably Christine on Selling Sunset and her gross husband. <laughs> like it's probably the same. It's like if, his, if anything ever happened with his money, you think Christine is sticking around? Absolutely not. Yeah, like nobody, yeah, I mean, nobody's, nobody's seeing the dollar menu at McDonald's for dinner in any of these camps. But like, did you see the dungeon room she was bragging about, which like kind of gave me claustrophobia just seeing a photo of it. Like just like a dark red doesn't make um, sexual excitement for me. Did you see the dungeon? Did she post it on like Instagram? No, she posted, there was a quick shot of it on the show and it was looked like a really cramped red room with a bed and satin sheets and a couple like black handcuffs, whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, she has terrible taste in everything. So, yeah, her house is very like gauche. Go, go, gauche, 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 gauche. House of Gucky, House of Gucky, you guys. Oh my God. Um, I, but the other thing is, like, who was the other girl that I think got demoted? She was the girl. No, no, no. On OC, Davina. The OC, the girl that, like, uh, Heather's friends with, but it turns out she sued Terry DeBrow. Oh, Nicole. So that girl, you guys used to like, she has a string of in, interesting boyfriends. She dated Kid Rock after Kid Rock broke up with Pamela Anderson. Uh, she's like, has a story. I'm so curious. There needs to be a documentary about these women that kind of just get passed around at a certain level of celebrity. You know, it's like, it's, it's interesting. And I want to tie this into a little bit of Kelly Dodd, who I just want to remind everybody, I don't, I mean, I care about your political affiliation a little bit, but Kelly Dodd is such a disgusting human piece of shit on your foot. <laughs> like, you know, she's just a gross. And the fact that like, I'm not Rick Leventhal, her husband, you know, used to actually have a reputable job on Fox News. And I will say he was actually a rec- reputable newsman. He's a jet, like they're genuine pieces of shit where Kelly Dodd came out against Victoria, Veronica Leventhal or Veronica, Veronica, who's been on this podcast before. And, and there's a, such a sweet, sweet girl. And Kelly talked major shit on Instagram and Twitter and said, Oh, her white privilege and blah, blah, blah. How dare her ever speak out. And the dad like lets Kelly do this. And I've spoken with Rick's daughter and she's kind of an amazing lady that works for the people, works in the court system, works to help people, not an insane person by any stretch of the imagination. And I got to imagine, I want to reach out to her because this has got to be like somebody's worst nightmare to have your dad marry a scum of the earth like Kelly Dodd, but then to have her, when OC's premiering, use you to try to get her back in the news. 
Yeah, it's it's a really fucked up thing. I mean, because Kelly Dodd is obviously a terrible person and she's probably extra bitter right now, now that OC is premiering. And that's what she's that's how she's taking out her anger and it's embarrassing. And I loved how Heather completely shut her down on Watch It Happens Live. Oh my God, I can't remember. Did you see that? I did, yeah. Cause they were, you guys, I think we mentioned this a couple weeks ago. They were they were at a dinner and Kelly went live on Instagram making fun of Terry and uh Heather that were having dinner by themselves and said they were losers, you know, and and Heather's just a Heather knows that she doesn't have to like wade in those ponds and OC got great ratings this week. And it really does show you didn't need Kelly Dodd at all. Not at all. All we needed was Heather Dubrow back. And by the way, I want to say, I think Heather Dubrow probably is a Republican as well. So it's not even about that. It's about being an asshole and like outwardly evil. And that's what Kelly is now depending yeah. on being outwardly evil. Like it's, uh, she might even think this is like a game of like, I'm just doing this for the clicks. But remember the image you present is still the image that people like walk away with of you. And I think sometimes it's not worth selling like what people think of you for a few bucks. So you can actually live in a nice area, you know? Yeah. And I mean, also we've seen and heard Kelly do disgusting things both on and off camera. It has more to do with her character than her political views. Okay. So moving on to one of our favorites, Lisa Lisa and Delilah. Did you hear Lisa and Delilah are having some issues? The one that's not Amelia, the other daughter? Um, no, I saw the photo shoot Lisa did with Amelia recently, but I didn't hear anything about Delilah. So you guys, I posted on this, Lisa did like a quote unquote sexy photo shoot of, you know, how you do when you have daughters, you know, put them in sexy things and act like you're lesbians on a, a, a motorcycle together. That's just typical mother daughter stuff. Yeah. Um, Lisa's also at that point where I don't think she realizes it's like, you could be sexy, but then the minute you laugh, all the sexiness just disappears completely. But Delilah, she's literally been posting things. I think she's punishing Delilah for coming out about having the uh, overdose. And she started posting uh, these photos of Delilah's fucked up teeth from as she, when she was a kid. Like, and it says, it, it's like, Delilah was struggling and Rinna in her stories was like, and her uh, feed was posting couple things. A brilliant orthodontist is key and don't get ever give up hope. Miracles do happen every day. Delilah is going to kill me, but I think this gives us all hope. And then posted four shots where it made Delilah look like the hunchback of Notre Dame in just the teeth area. And who does that when your daughter is coming off of a overdose? Yeah, I mean, she's, yeah, she's an idiot. She's a horrible mother. <laughs> she's a horrible friend. She's a horrible person. I expect nothing less. She also but says, What did Delilah say? Did Delilah say anything? Delilah hasn't hit back yet, but then she's also, here's another story. The only thing I will force in my life is my genes over my ass, not friends, not relationships. Now, I don't, I really genuinely think Lisa's one of those people that business and money is all that matters. Like, honestly, like you yeah. come on the wrong side of that, you're screwed. Now, uh, two things, yeah. Lisa Rinna, for all those people that watch The Real, I believe that's what Garcelle is on. She is co-hosting tomorrow on Monday or today, I guess, on The Real. So that should be interesting. 
But Harry Hamlin was on Watch What Happens Live this week, and Andy Cohen asked, hey, Harry, were you really mad uh, at Garcelle that she didn't text you or say thank you for your Bolognese? And Harry goes, uh, no, I was just happy that she got the Bolognese. Yeah, I don't need to thank you. Yeah, under the bus. Yes. Rinna is a liar, liar, pants on fire. Like, yeah. she is so, like, but watch that moment, you guys, and you could tell Lisa is just, like, grasping the straw saying you how dare you not think harry he was so hurt harry doesn't give a shit about any of that stuff yeah oh my god i love that he threw her under the bus she's such a liar which we already knew but i love that no it was a harry hamlin didn't have her back that says everything that is that her own husband but not even have her back i think it's harry was completely unaware because he doesn't like really pay that close of attention with housewife stuff you know like he watches it here and there like he thought andy was way too hard on erica jane at the reunions and you might think that if you had not watched any of the show you know yeah um let's see uh wait uh quick question have you already purchased your your bows gift for the holidays yeah what'd you get them are we allowed well, to say? It actually hasn't arrived yet, so I can't spoil it because okay. it's late. Supply chain issues, maybe. Classic. But um, yeah, got a good gift. I'll, okay, tell cool. you, I'll tell you next week. Um, what does Art Basil mean to you, Sophie? Oh my God, it means everything to me. It's the <laughs> one weekend where <laughs> my crew and I, we get healthy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just about art and fashion and vibes and sun. I got you an NFT for the holidays. Oh my God. Thank you. Why do all NFTs look like shit? Like I don't, I really, you could explain NFTs, NFTs all day to me. And it just feels like another way that people found a way to make some sort of money that didn't exist before. I'll never understand it. I will never understand it. Don't try to explain it to me. I don't even care at this point. Like it's a, a money laundering cover. Yeah, it, it, uh, but our friend Scott Disick is there partying with a mysterious woman who I thought allegedly might be cocaine, if that's the mysterious woman. Uh-huh. that the. But, like, it is one of those places that, like, they say it's about art, but it seems way more like anything Miami. It just seems like about the lifestyle, oh. about hot people, about fake boobs, it's cocaine. Like a social, yeah, it's like a social event. It's the social event of the season. Uh, did you see the preview for Real Housewives of Miami reboot on Peacock? Oh, yeah, I'm pumped. You're a wannabe Kim Kardashian. You left and you tried to make your butt as big as Kim Kardashian's, but you'll never be her. Larva Pippin, you guys. Larva Pippin. Larza Pippin was in the first season. No, I call her Larva. Um, I know. I like saying Larsa with the this emoji. (laughs) That was what Kanye West tweeted. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because Kanye... Larza said Kanye used to call her at like all hours of the night and talk to her deeply, which is if you know Larza or like watched her on anything like deep isn't doesn't seem to be her thing like but I'm fat like the Real Housewives of Miami reboot looks amazing now me and Baritza Lopez we cover Real Housewives of Miami on the Patreon we do all that but uh, a couple of the castmates from the initial uh, series are back on Alexia Adriana is a friend of but it looks like it's really well done it comes out December 15th you guys and they're going to release more than one episode all at once so Peacock does a thing you this is not 
funded by Peacock, but you can get a seven day free trial, I think. So maybe do it right around December 15th and you can get Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, all seven episodes and that, and just kind of zone out because it looks like they did a really good job with it. With Girls Trip? No, with uh, Real Housewives of Miami. Oh yeah, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Uh, I saw Tiffany Moon from Real Housewives of Dallas on Friday night. I saw her in person and I brought oh, my wow. mom. Yeah, she was. Yeah, uh, I saw that actually. Yeah, my mom was so fun. My mom talked to Dr. Tiffany Moon about her boobs and stuff. I was like, like, you know, when you like leave your mom with somebody and then like my mom doesn't watch Real Housewives of Dallas or anything. And then you turn around and your mom's like, you know, I got a boob reconstruction. Like she was like talking like because. Dr. Tiffany Moon talked to her about being an anesthesiologist and then my mom started talking to her about her mastectomy and stuff and I was like whoa 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 like when you turn like and it was like a beautiful story but my mom will just like kind of go off and then I was like wow like my mom doesn't you know my mom just like really unloaded on Dr. Tiffany Moon and Dr. Tiffany Moon was just she was so uh nice and amazing about it and uh really great and she told me or she alluded like she alluded to the behind the scenes of Real Housewives of Dallas and what was happening before they canceled the whole thing and was kind of going into a little bit more about Cameron and uh, what's his name? Shit Westcott or uh, shitty yeah, Westcott shark, yeah. shark, shardy or whatever. Um, but just like they really did go after her and her job, kind of like uh, Christine Quinn did with you tagging yeah. those people. She, they contacted the hospital, like yeah. Cameron's dad. And all. I mean, like that, it's wild, you know? Yeah, and- no, that's like, that's like going too far when you go after someone's livelihood. And I was so shocked, like, just like, yeah, when Christine went after my livelihood, it's like, are you serious? Like, you're taking it really far when you go after someone's life like that. Like, that's, that's too far. And I know they did that to to Tiffany, not to say that it's like the same thing, because I know that it was very racially charged. Oh, yeah, they were saying it's China, like they were bringing Chinese into it. Yeah. They were bringing all of this, like, like. Um, did you have any direct uh, contact with Christine since then? No, I didn't know if no, you. No, I've taken the stance of like, just, <clears throat> no, I'm not even like, just need to just not even pay it any attention because she's psychotic. I just sometimes wonder if there's an article in there about where we're at right now and when somebody tries to do that. Um, okay, as we start wrapping up, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are attached at the tip at nail polish brand launch event. Uh, these thirsty, thirsty, like, I love that we started off 2021 of them being the hot thing. And now it's just like, you guys, they attached to each other at the nail. They put a little chain, little fun chain. so embarrassing. It's like, this is not punk rock, you guys, but it's like, it's starting to get like, to me, and I know I'm not cool at all, but like, just from somebody that's watched a lot of pop culture, it's starting to get embarrassing, you know? It is embarrassing. It's been embarrassing. (laughs) No, okay. No, you're right. You're right. Um, uh, they released all the Scream 5 movie posters this week. I don't know. Were you a big fan of the Scream series at all when you were a kid? Oh, not originally because it was like a little bit before my time. Like, yeah, I think it yeah. came out when I was like too young for me to like actually go see it in theaters and stuff. But um, no, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Like that was like for me, prime time, like yeah. high school shit. So like, I really can't Nostalgic. wait. Yeah. Like, I think that's like, to me, like, do you ever do that? Like, I know you actually have like family and friends, but like, I look forward. Those are the things I look forward to in well, life is like Dexter, a new album, a movie. Dexter new blood. I was just thinking, cause I was tweeting about it today. Dexter new blood is like very nostalgic for me. Cause I it, like 
just loved watching Dexter in like college. And it just like, it feels very nostalgic to like, it's it just, it's very nostalgic to the original series. It pays homage to it while still feeling different. Like, I just love it. It's really going under the radar and you've sung its praises and said it's know, very I good as well like, as Yellow Jackets. Yeah, everyone needs to watch Dexter New Blood and Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets is so good. It's one of those things. So is tonight the season finale of Dexter? No, no. Okay, I didn't know how how no, many episodes it was because no. I was like, I'll just hit it all at once. It was like the fifth fifth episode of the season. I don't know how many episodes there are, but I imagine like eight or ten, probably around there. But also, I realized my mom taught me this because I thought they aired Sunday nights, new episodes of these. Yeah, I they thought come that. out Sunday mornings. So I like watched it. I watched Yellow Jackets at like 6 a.m. when I woke up this morning and then fell back asleep. But yeah. Mrs. Sure. Ross knows what, what the deal is. Miss Ross is the she deal. Um, uh, okay. Uh, a couple of other things. Alec Baldwin uh, spoke publicly on oh an ABC God. news special. You guys, like I watched this last night and I could live like Hilaria could have babies and keep them in his eye satchels underneath his eyes right now. Like they're just these huge bags that I feel like he's not even having makeup touch because he wants to look as, I mean, this is a horrific situation, but he's now saying that he didn't even pull the trigger. He just cocked the gun and the gun went off, which actually goes against his initial statement to the police. But he got a lot of backlash with this interview because he said, okay, great. Nobody asked you to do this. Why did you come forth with I'm innocent, blah, blah, blah. It's just, a, you know, there's no winning in this situation at all, except that today on Instagram or this weekend, he said, Ilaria, I love you so much. You make this world worth living. Can you imagine getting to a point in your life where you, the liar of all liars, Ilaria Baldwin, you pledge allegiance to? Like, isn't that wild? He is a highly disturbed individual. And I was, <laughs> and he is, they both are. And I was reading about, you know, legal experts were like, why did he do this? Why? Like for him to say, I guess he was saying, um, you know, I don't feel guilt because he didn't want to like admit culpability. Which yes. Legally put him in a bind. But it seems so like evil to just say someone died and she had a family and you don't feel guilty at all that something on your movie set that he was a producer of happened like this. Like just admit that you feel like, you know, that you're human and you feel empathy. It's like, you couldn't even do that. It was psychotic to watch. And he has such a beautiful voice because you can sometimes get suckered in by a beautiful voice. So he's like, no, 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 I don't feel guilt at all. But what I what I do feel is just a great loss. She was admired by everybody, not just loved, admired. And then he'd go, <laughs> like, you know, like never trust an actor, folks. Like, and I'm not saying he doesn't, feel real sadness because how could you not i'm not saying that at all but i am saying now there are a bunch of civil suits against him and this almost cuts a lot of that off at the pass because by the way i do think we do live in a highly litigious society right now and it is weird that you can get sued for anything anytime but it is just weird to like throw your shit out there before the police report has even been done you know like the actual full report it's psycho. It really is. And yeah, I mean, like, I don't know what's going to happen with it, but he's probably going to be in a lot of trouble, both legally and financially. And I think that he's probably just in panic mode right now. And it showed like he just looked like a very disturbed and desperate person. 
Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is a brand new episode tonight, folks. Uh, we will be watching that later. But did you happen to watch The Housewife and the Shaw Shocker on Hulu? Yeah, it felt very rushed. I mean, it really did because I think this is a relatively new crime that people are catching yeah. up to, even though they've been investigating her for so long. Oh, well, are you? Right? I watched the Astro World documentary in the before five- they took it off on Hulu. They took yes. it off, you guys, on in Hulu. The five hours that it was on Hulu, I watched it. By the way, why did they take it off? I guess it got a lot of backlash, which I totally understand why it was too soon. Um, but it had like a lot of interesting, like firsthand when you see the victims actually tell their stories, it's very moving. And it was the same thing with, you know, the Shaw documentary, even though some of these weren't like Jen's immediate victims, um, they were, you know, wronged by the same type of scammer as Jen and probably in the same, like, sounds like it was like a big network of like scammers that all kind of like work together and shared leads. And I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's also like, I hate to say this because it's like, it's not as sexy of a crime as like stealing $20 million from orphans and widows. And I know that sounds crazy, but when you're breaking down, they were selling services that didn't exist, you guys, to people that they knew were disadvantaged. That's a huge oh, yeah. thing, you know, like they that's were, huge. And, yeah. And also Jen was actually like literally doing the crime here versus Erica, who may or may not have. Exactly. You know, Completely. Yes. Jen is, Jen is charged and will more likely than not go to prison for like a significant amount of time. So it's different in that sense. And also like, yeah, it's like she was still stealing from innocent people, even though I heard this on a podcast and it was during the Murdoch trial. They use this, the Murdoch. I was explaining the Murdochs um, a couple months ago. I think the South, South Carolina lawyer yeah. and his messed up family. But it said, when you steal with a pen, it's the same thing as stealing at gunpoint or whatever it is. You are still stealing from someone. That is money that is not yours. And yeah, it was really sad to hear from those, you know, old women that were like trying to launch their businesses and they don't really know how the internet works. So they believe these people, you know, that they were really trying to help them. So they put, you know, $15,000 into this website so they could sell their little like knitted scarves. And then they never saw that money again. Never saw any website come out of her, any business results. Like, it's just like really sad. They did the mid-season trailer, you guys, this week for Salt Lake City, and it really looks like the back half of the season is amazing. Something to keep an eye out for, though, is really how Jen handles this as she gets reintegrated into the cast, because it seems like she really is clinging to the I did nothing wrong. And when somebody does that, you get to watch very carefully because they're bound to slip off at many, many moments on top of the Mary Church stuff is going to be coming back in ahead, and you have Two Queen Bees, Meredith Marks and Lisa Barlow, not necessarily facing off, but these people are two entertaining freaks, you know? I love Lisa Barlow so much. She I really is so fun to watch. She's like, I'm not the liar. You're the liar. <laughs> That's a good, how dare you, Sophie? Like, she really is. Like, I'm saying, like, I don't think I necessarily want to be friends with Lisa Barlow, but I will say entertaining as hell to watch now. I've kind of Wait. turned a corner. What's the line that Meredith Mark says where she's like, you think you think her cousins are afraid of her, that they fear her. <laughs> Meredith Marks, you guys will watch. She'll go halfway through a sentence and it feels like she completely disassociates and then still finishes the sentence. She'll like be thinking back to something 30 years prior and she'll be like, yes, that did happen. <laughs> 
Like it's really like, wild, you I know. I love that she's like, you think her cousin <laughs> afraid of her in a way? <laughs> she's like, uh, wait, what's it called? What's like the what's like the old 1920s like? Oh, how are you doing there? No, no, no. Uh, I wait the the kind of Catherine Hepburn like I don't wonder I don't know what they're saying, dog. You yeah, know, like, like I don't know what it is. Like it's yeah, I don't know how to describe it, but it's fascinating the way she speaks. I was with uh, two friends that were saying I was making fun of Seth Marks and how he's like, I want to see those nipples, Meredith. Yeah. I didn't even notice your eye color because I was just scared <laughs> yes. of your titties. Don't wear those underpants. Like, and I was yeah, saying that and cringy. both of these girls, like attractive, funny girls saying they thought Seth was super hot and that was super hot. And I got really scared. Seth is, is that good looking on the outside, but his personality, he's so cringy. That's what I'm saying. Is that like, I mean, I know girls like a little aggressiveness, but when you're like, yeah, let's, let's, let's see where the babies come from. Yeah. You know, like it's weird. Yeah. It's he's gross. He's cringy. He's like trying too hard. That's the vibe I got. He's just trying too hard. Yeah. Like we get it. You want to put your P in her V, you know, Ew. I'm sorry. Okay. Anyways, you guys, what an episode we had. Uh, the holidays are coming close. Uh, so we're glad to be doing this still into the holidays. Uh, please go support Sophie before she gets kicked off all social medias. Uh, and uh, just know, no matter what, she has a good microphone, a good bay, a good yes, family. And, and hopefully a Panera sponsorship soon. Panera, shout out. By the way, Sandra, we should reach out to reach out to Panera and see if we can get like a just a sponsorship, some we can talk about sandwiches and stuff like that. So because um, I'm a gorgeous girl who loves soup. <laughs> By the way, yeah, if you saw Sophie really went off on a soup uh soup thing this week on Twitter. I do want to say also. All seriousness, so many people sent in their Spotify raps and we were a part of that. Uh, that really is cool. Um, it, it was kind of insane the amount of people that were sending that. And that just means the most to, I think, me. And I don't want to speak for you, but I think it actually makes you pretty happy too. So it was really cool, you guys. Thank you for the support. Thank you for sticking with us. And um, yeah, that's it. And, and hopefully we'll talk to you next week. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> and I actually have been really like, my Saturn is in return and everything was good. The Christine stuff and just a lot of things going wrong. And I've been super emotional lately and just like crying nonstop. And I was thinking about how lucky I am to have this platform and listeners and Brian and just very thankful. Did you call me Brian? I said, Ryan. Okay. I was like, Oh, I was like, Oh, this is so awkward. My name is Ryan. Um, I do need your address because I want to send you some, but that's, we can do that off air. So, so rad, it's good with oh, yeah, Ryan yeah. I do appreciate Randy, Ryan, Rand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, guys, thank you so much. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> Bye. Betches.